This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hi, Jason Glick. What's going on? Oh, not much, John. It's been kind of a uh, like run-of-the-mill week for me. Run-of-the-mill week. What do you have on tap for us? Okay, well, I'm talking about um, like a creator here who I, I kind of like, but you know, I'm not really passionate about. Someone who's done good work in the past, but you know, it's like I'm kind of wondering, like, you know, why do I keep following this guy? And that's a Metkint who, if you recall, he um did like he did the series of Dark Horse called um called Mind Management, and that was a series that had a first volume that was a real turnoff for me, but I decided to stick with it. And I um, found that, hey, you know, this is an interesting series. It's like that has like that's telling a very straightforward story about a series about a organization that's like dedicated to, to um secretly controlling um society from the shadows. But they did it in a way that uh, offered a lot of formal invention as far as how the story was being told. Lots of experimental um like um pa- panel layouts, uh, um interesting hidden messages hidden along the side like the sides of each pages. It's like, like I said, it was a because it was a straightforward cons- conspiracy story at its core, but it was told it's like in an interesting way, and you know I could I could respect that. Um, so, but at the same time though, it's like you know it's like he like he uh, had still some work to do as far as like you know like um, creating like you know really likable sympathetic characters, and also like you know like. His, his art style is more interesting for like the detail and emotion conveys than its you know inherent appeal to it. But um, when Dark Horse um, announced that you know they're doing that Kent was doing another um, creator-owned series that he was writing illustrating with them, I figured, yeah, okay, let's go ahead and give this a shot. The result was Department H. Now the way it was um, pronounced it, or like um, spelled in the solicitations is is Department in the abbreviation as D-E-P-T and then H. Because this is a series about a murder mystery in an underwater um, research station. So yeah, that title is a terrible, terrible pun. But the series is absolutely straight-faced as far as its execution. Because it's all about um, Mia Hardy. She is... It's like she is the daughter of um, Harry Hardy, who is a um, world-around um, researcher and explorer. Like he's he's he, he's known for exploring like like the farthest reaches of the Earth, Earth from like the like the Amazon rain, it's like rainforests to the um, like gr- green holes of southern Southern America to like the depths of the ocean and also to the um, outer reaches of space as, as well. And um, and as the series begins. Um, Mia has been working for Scotland Yard for for a while now. Cause she's had a just she, she's had a falling out with his dad after he decided to come back from from his um, outer space research business, and um, it's like and her because her dad decided to like go back to researching like the uh, like the ocean and finding out what it, what secrets it contains. Problem is that he died under mysterious circumstances. It's like like in the research station. It's like, and now the people, the people running it, want her to go in and find out why he died. So, on one hand, like you've got like this, um, you've got like a murder mystery drawing driving this series. It's like you got you got Mia, this this um, detective who's also got a, a um, like who's also in, in impl- it was also, we're also said that she's got like a 
perfect. Well, we can take it to mean like a photographic memory. It's like, and um, it's like she's trying to figure out who, like, who killed her. Was it um, Raj, her brother? It's like, was it um, Bob, the weapons and munitions expert of the of the facility? Q, the um, ex-convict head of the security. Lily, um, Mia's um, former friend, who she had a falling out with years ago. Um, Aaron, research assistant and um, self-appointed chaplain of the, it's like of the facility, or Roger, it's like um, Harry's longtime cameraman, who was crippled on one of their expeditions, or Jerome, the uh, slightly unhinged research, um, like head of research for the facility. Now, with all these people down there, you kind of figure that it's going to be like a locked room mystery. That it's going to be like you know, which which one of these people did it? You know, it's like it had cause it had to have been them. It's like one of them, or else, you know, it's like, you know, what's the point? But as the series goes on, it's like, it really becomes more of a um, intense character study for, like, for Mia, as she, as we learn, like, more about her history, like her, um, like her tortured relationship with, like, with her dad, the relationship she had with her mother before, like, before she died. It's like, and the, uh, and the dramatic backstories for each of the characters as well. Um, I guess it's like it's it's it is um it's like as the series goes on it's like it is um like Kent does do a decent job of digging into all these characters like as well as Mia because she's um first among equals here as far as the story goes, but um but there's also like um the series focus is kind of split between you know like what between like you know how like how she. Like how she um like reacts to to what she, how Mia reacts to what she learns, as well as like you know decoding the mystery of of who killed her dad, and also just you know the um like the conspir- various conspiracies that are surrounding um Darwin H's research because this is a near future world we're dealing with, and it's also one that is that is also being ravaged by by outbreaks of um plague as well, one that um. That um, that one of the researchers on Department H may have found a cure for, but it's not really clear as to whether or not, like you know, like this this cure was um, placed in the right hands, or whether or not Department H's on backers like actually wanted it to reach the surface or not. It's like there's it's like the idea of like you know the needs of the many outweighing the needs of the few is raised here to an interesting point. I mean, it's like there there's some good arguments raised on both sides of the equation like like hey so if you got a cure to uh like save like all like most of mankind here like sure dick yeah you want to use it you know just to help them because that's like the right benevolent thing to do but what if you know saving all these millions are of humans like also leads earth to continue its um like absurd like um awful like um overpopulist uh overpopulation situation and just just condemning everyone to live to live out a worse life um, um, due to star- starvation and lack lack of resources, like interesting things like that. Um, the problem is that um, Department H doesn't really um, come down on a uh, like on a firm side on anything that it, any of these questions that it, that it offers up. It, maybe it does towards towards the end, but it's like the problem is at the end of the series. Um, Really, le- really, kind of like um, Lee gives you the feeling that it was like kind of like that. That was kind of like canceled before its time. Like, like the last couple of issues do kind of like feel like it was 
like I mean, their execution is solid, but it does feel like um, like there was more like like there was more to the story here. Like it's just kind of like like um, Kint plays the whole like, well, what do you think happened? It's like at, at the end, and I'm kind of feeling like, uh, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not buying it. It feels more like a, a get out of jail free card rather than a this is my plan all all along right there. It's like it's I don't I don't know, it's like I mean it's like over over the course of the series, I mean Kent does lots of um lots of skilled character building character development. It's like and um and act and um it's like in action storytelling. I mean, it's like he does a great job over the course of the series of like um conveying the uh, like the oppression of like being like you know like um th- like um several miles below the surf- surface of like the ocean's surface. It's like and also as things keep going wrong for unspecified reasons, it's like he it's like he has characters display lots of ingenuity. It's like and like and desperation as far as like you know when when things go wrong. And they have to they have to deal with it. So he, so for the first several volumes, I mean, he gets some good mileage out of that. But there's also like this feeling that you know he's also kind of stalling for time as far as like you know what's the as far as addressing the core um, mi- mystery of the series, like you know who killed um, Harry Hardy. It's, it's like I mean, like there's lots of like I said, there's there's lots of like um good competent skill and execution, lots of interesting ideas. It's like as far like as far as like the character tradition goes, and some nifty bits of execution, like when we're finding out about Aaron's backstory, like from, like from Roger, and then we see um Aaron like you know acting completely contrary to those um like to um to this description of his character, it's like in like at the beginning of volume two, but you know it's like and even there's some bits that you know that. That that imply that um that Mia's um like photographic memory isn't as perfect as she as she thinks it is, but that's but it's just it it's not it's something that's really like addressed, um it's like oh like like to the extent that it should be it's like you know are these continuity glitches or it's like does or is her like um memory of these things just like um coloring it's like her. Or, or is her memory of these things really imp- imperfect, and is she just uh, remembering these things in the way that she feels is most most believable? It's not clear whether or not, like you know, this is, this is intended to be, you know, something that Kint left up to us to to decide, or if like he just wasn't able to address it, like in the length of the series, that in in the end of the series that he was given. So, I mean, it's like, and I will say that the. Uh, it's like the uh, I mean the look of the series. It's like is nice. I mean it's like Kent's art is still kind of an acquired taste, but he does offer up some interesting like you know designs for the uh, undersea tech as well. And he's like a very intricate artist as far as I'm um, displaying all the uh, nuts and bolts of the undersea facility facility as well. What's missing from Department H though is the uh, formal invention that drove um, mind management. That seems to be a conscious choice here because he seems to be more focused on creating this undersea world rather than just you know it's like you know like using the com- the the comics form it's like in in a new in new and crazy ways and you know I guess overall it's like 
I don't quite regret um like you know like picking up these volumes. I mean, I know I've talked about like how it's like how I think that his his dialogue is like it's more it's kind of expository and functionary, and that kind of that's an issue as well. So I, I kind of wish that he would um he would work on for um for fu- for his future projects, but um but I don't know. I guess compared to to mind management, I guess I would probably give the edge to that to that series. I mean, Department H is it's like it's like is um <laughs> is shorter to be sure. But um it's like you know, it's like there but um my management at least like you know have had that adventure of like telling a straightforward story like in a new interesting way. Um Department H like tries to tell a fairly straightforward straightforward story, but um tries to um go going for it more on detail um than invention. And I I don't think that, that really quite works, especially since that I feel that it in in its end, it is kinda like okay. It's like it it, it just kinda like just wraps up. It's like it like I said, I don't feel that the whole the bit about Kent leaving things up to us it's like feels um it feels like I said, it feels more like a get out of jail free card than something that was that was genuinely planned. So there you go. Um, it's something that you know. I, if you're fan, if you're a dedicated fan of the uh, of Kint, then ab- you're absolutely going to want to pick this up. Um, for me, it's like I don't know. It's like I guess it's like I'm I'm kind of glad that that I did get get to read all of it. But at the same time, though, it's like he's written better stuff. Like especially his um, like his current series for Dark Horse, um, Ether. Um, which obviously has a uh, dedicated, um, like rational scientist trying to uh, trying to ascribe rational principles to a magical fantasy world, and that the first volume of that series was a lot of fun. It's like it's also probably like the um, the best um, first volume I, that I've read of a seri- of a creator on series that I've read from Kent. Um, but he's also got um, other series from Boone from like Boom Comics, like um, the Grass Kings and Black. And the Black Badge, which is a story about a black ops group of um, Boy Scouts. Um, both of those series um, sound sound fun, but um, Grass Kings is um, basically a fourteen issue series that is uh, being um, delivered in like some, what I believe, are some very overpriced hardcovers for the amount of content that they're delivering. So I'm going to skip that. But I will say that you know, at least Department H, like, yeah, it's twenty bucks, but per volume but you're at least getting those volume those um it's like like those the like six issues like in hardcover so there you go that that's that's good is it a good selling point for the series yeah i wouldn't say it's like a decisive selling point but you know it's like it'll at least look nice on your on your shelf next to um, my management so john um any uh, particular thoughts on uh, your end about all this? Oh, not really. Um, outside of it, sounds like hmm, a pass for you. Yeah, it's like not bad, but more of a uh, more of an interesting failure, I guess. Oh, interesting. Okay. Do you know what you're going to be talking about next time? We're we talking about a uh, creator, graphic novel creator that I've like been like who's released some really great stuff over the last couple of years, and that is Box Brown. 
All right, and we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. All right, laters.